and to pray that it all falls away. I pray that it all just falls away. Whatever it is that we think we're doing here that is other than worship, may it fall away. Whatever it is that might come into our awareness, draw us away from gratefulness and from love and from the Spirit's ministration, let it fall away. For you, and you, all of you, each one of you, peace be with you. Peace be with you. Peace be within you. Peace be upon you. Peace be about you and around you. May peace be underneath you and over you. May peace be alongside you, calling you forward, coming behind you. May peace be your thought and your hope in your prayer. May peace be the truth that you know, the breath that you breathe. May peace be the one thing, the true thing, the only thing. Peace be upon you. Peace be within you. Peace be uplifting you, peace be healing you, peace be restoring you, peace be calling you, peace be claiming you, peace be sealing you, peace be upon you, peace be with you, people of God, peace be with you, peace as fully and completely and truly, as the day you were born, no shame, no regret, no fear, no nothing other than the fullness and the truth of your holy creation by God, but naked, right there, true you, peace, holy goodness created by God, peace be with you. Shalom. Shalom, may your wholeness be restored. Shalom, may your wholeness be restored. Shalom is the word that Jesus would have used for this word we say, peace. Shalom in the Hebrew language means so much more than, hey, how you doing? <laughs> Welcome, good to see you. Peace out. See you later. So much more than that, the word that Jesus gives to his apostles as he sends them forward to make a way for him is the word shalom, meaning may your wholeness be restored. Go forth, he says, and make a way for me by proclaiming the truth, the activity, the movement of wholeness-making. Let this be your blessing. Make a way for me. Say this. Peace be with you. See, Jesus is sending forth 70, it says, 70 apostles. 70 in the Bible symbolizes all nations, meaning Jesus is sending forth all peoples, symbolically, in the scriptures that we have today. That means us. 
That means us. Jesus is sending us forth along with that 70 saying, I am going to tell you three things to say to make a way for me. And I'm going to ask you to leave a whole lot of stuff behind. Just leave a lot of stuff behind and go forward and say three things. First, go forth and say, Shalom. May your wholeness be restored. And then say, the kingdom of God is right here, is at hand, has drawn near, is present. And then say, if they do not welcome you, I will leave and release anything that stands in resistance to this truth of God's presence and wholeness and peace. Even the dust on my feet I will release, for nothing will stand between me and this truth that I will say once again as I go, know this, God, is here. God has drawn near. Welcome or unwelcome doesn't change the fact that God is here. I give you these three things to say to the peoples, and I ask you to leave a whole lot of things behind. I want you to go forth whole and holy and butt naked in your faith. That's right, just leave it all behind. Leave your sandals, leave your purse, leave your bag, just leave it and head on out to make a way for me. And not only that, leave your practices, your beliefs, your cultural conditioning, your biases, your prejudices, everything you think is right and good and true and all the ways you mean to tell other people about it, leave that too. And then, by now hopefully you're feeling a little bit scared, which is just good enough because when we're a little bit scared, we might be able to hear this last part, leave yourself behind. Leave yourself behind. Because there's one thing that I want you to convey. May your wholeness be restored. God is here. See, it's about God and you. It's about you and God. God, you, you, it is not about me. So go forth. Leave your sandals and your purse and your bag and your biases and your beliefs and your ideas and your prejudices and all the things you have to tell people about right or wrong or how good you are or how good they should be. Leave behind everything that is yours because I'm giving you one thing that I want to make way with the truth that you are whole.
and God is at hand. Hallelujah. That's the whole deal. Like they say, some places, simple but not easy. Simple but not easy. Leaving our sandals and our purse and our bag, meaning what? Leaving the things that protect us from the rocks in the journey. Leaving the things that cash to make things a little easier along the way. I provide for myself. Thank you very much. I'm not going through that. I'm checking into the hotel. <laughs> and the bag, all the things I need, like Carmex and a brush and my cell phone and, you know, that water, not this water. Coke, not Diet Coke. Dr. Pepper, rather. You know how it is. Everything that's according to how I like to travel, leave it behind. And go faith naked, meaning God alone. That's it. That's what you're bringing, Jesus says. Go God alone. You're going to rely on God. You're going to depend on God. You're going to trust in God. And guess what? I don't want to hear whether you believe that God cares for you or not. I don't want to know that you believe that God is good and takes care of you. I want to see it. Leave your shoes, leave your purse, leave your bag, and show me that you trust in God. Because faith, it's a living thing. It's not a talking thing. So Jesus says, get out there and do the thing. Do your faith naked. Don't talk about it. Don't tell me about it. Just live it. Because what you trust in will always be shown by how you act. So Jesus says, let me see you act your trust and go faith naked out into the world. And once you get there and you meet some folk, I want you to do a couple things that are really seem so simple. I just want you to knock on that door I want you to come on in if they welcome you. I want you to eat fried dog if that's what they put on your plate. I told you it was easy. They're feeding you. I want you to sit at that table no matter what else is on it or by it or around it. I want you to sit at that table no matter who else is sitting there or who isn't. No matter what they're wearing, what they smell like, the language they speak or don't speak, whether you feel comfortable or uncomfortable, just go ahead, sit right down and eat the fried dog and look at them and say to them, peace, shalom. Let your wholeness be restored. God is right here. That's all I'm asking, Jesus says. Go on out. Have a little meal with somebody new and different and unworthy and undeserving and uncomfortable and unfamiliar and altogether undesirable by you. That's all right. Go right ahead because I'm asking you to live this faith that is all about the love of God. And how can you make a way for me who accepts everybody when you have a whole lot of rules in between you and them?
So I'm going to ask you to leave behind your ideas about what makes you holy and how you're going to prove it to somebody else by rejecting them and by turning away from what they offer you. And I'm going to ask you to actually go faith naked, believing in your God more than you believe in your religion. Did I say that? Yes. <laughs> believing in your God, the relationship you have with Jesus Christ who has welcomed you and journeyed with you and healed with you and taught with you and never, ever, ever said you were unworthy for his presence. That is the relationship that I am calling upon right now that you would go live forth with others. I'm not asking you to live your relationship to a book, to a church, to a set of doctrines, to a set of beliefs. I'm asking you to live your relationship with me in such a way as others will know what that looks like. And let me remind you, there's three things again that it looks like. It looks like this. Shalom. May your wholeness be restored. And God is here with you now. And by the way, whether you welcome that or you don't, guess what? Still, God is here with you now. You cannot do anything that makes that untrue. You can't. It's God's truth, not yours. You can receive it. You can let it be real for you. But the fact of God's presence is beyond our ability to touch it. Can't touch this. God's presence and wholeness making and kingdom is at hand. That is a truth. It is there. The question simply is, will you experience it or will you not? And for those of us that have had a little baby experience of it, will you live in such a way as to make a way for others to experience it or not? Will you stand in their way? Will you make it about you? Or will you let it be about God and them and them and God? Go faith naked and live that truth. See, the thing that is so radical about this, let's just be very clear. This message that the kingdom of God is at hand is craziness then, craziness. Everything about their culture was set up to say, it takes a whole lot of work to get close to God. Everything. Dividing lines between free and captive, male and female, clean and unclean, this tribe and that tribe, whether or not you have done the proper rituals or not, whether you are ceremonially acceptable or not, every other way you turned, there was some dividing line that you needed to negotiate in order to draw near to God, maybe. It took a lot of work. And that was important because only some people could prove themselves deserving of the love of God. And there's a whole lot of stuff to do to prove it. Jesus said, guess what? 
You got it backwards. It goes the other way around. You don't figure out how to get all clean and fixed and right and righteous and perfect and holy and then see if God accepts you. No. You get up close with God and God lifts your worthiness forth and in that you are made clean and made holy and made healed and made well. You got it all backwards. God is at hand. Let your wholeness be restored. Do not persist in your false ideas about your own broken unworthiness. Come faith naked and stand before the God who will embrace you as God already knows you are. As Paul says, do not be deceived. God is not mocked. God knows what we're doing. God sees it. We're kidding only ourselves. The way we live, what we reap, our actions convey what we believe. We can say, I trust, I trust, I trust. I love, I love, I love, I love. Grace, 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 grace. And we can reap something very differently because we are sowing me and not you or not me only you or sometimes and never and only if and when and let me tell you and let me figure it out and eventually we might sometime eventually maybe have a relationship with god if i'm not dead first and even then i'm just going to say i believe and hope i escape from hell this is not what God is asking of us. This is not what God desires, and this is not the wholeness and the freedom that God imparts. It is so much better than that. The kingdom of God is at hand. Paul is having that fight still about the circumcision. We don't even have to get into that again, but I'm just going to say that all that keeps coming around and around and around is this belief, and we can look at it and we can think, oh, it's old and it's silly and I don't understand it and that book is thousands of years old and that's all true, but let's just see how close this strikes to home. Paul's having a fight still with some people about who gets to be in right relationship with God. And Paul is saying, some folks say, in order for you to draw close to Christ, you have to be circumcised. That leaves about half of us out right here. Okay. Anyway. And it did. And Paul says, some folks say, you can't just go to Christ. You've got to do these other things, including cutting your own flesh or having it cut for you. Until that happens, you are not clean and righteous and worthy to receive the grace of God. And Paul says, that is just nonsense, and I'm tired of it. If you walk around saying, grace, 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 God has come forth in the person of Jesus Christ to take away anything that stands between you and God, to reconcile humanity to God, to make sure there's nothing in between the two. 
And then you turn around and go get circumcised so you can deserve it. You just said you don't believe in grace. That's what Paul is saying. And all I would lift up for us today is this argument still goes on because deep down inside we have trouble coming faith naked, leaving it all behind. We have trouble doing it ourselves and we have trouble letting other people do it. We have trouble saying, you don't have to do it my way to draw close to Christ. We'd have trouble saying, I don't have to do it your way and I can still draw close to Christ. I mean, a whole nother sermon, but let me just say, I think maybe we're afraid to draw close to Christ. <laughs> All right then, okay, maybe. We could just be. Because what would it mean to be experiencing ourselves naked before God? The just as you are -ness. We say this, I say this. God loves you just as you are, just as you are. Just. It's a very different thing to stand there just as you are in the presence of God, in relationship with God. So much easier to go to church, figure out what we're supposed to believe, and say we believe it, Amen. than it is to draw faith naked into the reality of God's presence here with you now. Those of us that are called as apostles, and that was every one of us, if I remember. Those of us that are called as apostles of this true and real healing freedom are called to live that truth in the lives of others, to live that welcome, to live that presence, to live that acceptance and love and grace, proclaiming with our very lives whose we are, disciples of the one whose way is called peace, shalom, whose truth is born forth in a love which restores. We are to go forward, you and me, doing our very best to leave behind our sandals and our purse and our bag to leave behind our biases and even the faith practices we hold dear if those practices are getting in the way of our direct relationship with God. And we are to live in relationship with many other peoples in such a way as to make a way for the God who claims us all in Christ Jesus. This is the thing. Does it mean we have to do anything new? Maybe not so much, but it does mean we do what we do as openly and vulnerably and faithfully and trusting in God as we can. That our faith is shown in how we fight with our partner, our faith is shown in how we drive in traffic, that our faith is shown in how I speak to a cashier who does not speak their first language as mine. My faith is shown by the joy in my life and the freedom I live, my, speak, my speaking and my teaching, my preaching and my loving, all consistent with welcome, shalom. May your wholeness be restored. And in this, may the grace of God be seen and my faith 
as a disciple of Jesus Christ be proclaimed. Let us all go forward, faith naked, rejoicing. Amen. Thank you.